going on, everybody? It's Marquise Navarro. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, be my first one under the new rules, if you will. Um, so I wanted to talk about something that happened over the weekend that I thought was fairly interesting and kind of eye-opening, made me think. Um, for those of you that know me, I just retired from the Air Force after 23 years, and my wife is still active duty. So... Naturally, every year they have the Air Force Ball, and this year we went. This is our second time going. And uh, at some point in the evening, you know, there was a speaker up there talking about, I really don't know, I wasn't paying attention, to be honest. Um, I just got hot all of a sudden. I was like, man, I got to, I don't know what's going on. I just started pouring sweat. And my wife starts laughing at me because, you know, she's freezing. So, so is everybody else at the table. So it's like, all right, I got to get out of here. So I step out and I go out in the balcony, get some of fresh air and cool off. And as I'm drinking my beer, looking down, you know, four stories or so uh, to the crowd and whatever people passing by, I look over to my right and I notice this young man who just does not seem happy. Like, it's like he's mumbling to himself, uh, I don't know if he's criticizing himself or what. I don't know what he was saying. But I was like, well, do I let it go, just leave him be, or do I step in? Now, in today's age, you know, military members and suicide rates and everything, I was like, well, I can't take a chance. Not that I thought he was going to jump right then and there or whatever, but, you know, I just felt it was important to chat him up. So I walk over to him, and I just tell him, hey, what's going on, man? You don't look happy. Everything all right? And he's like, I just hate these things. And goes on to tell me how the only reason he came is because he felt it's, you know, it's one of those things where you have to do to rub elbows and meet and greet everybody. I'm like, well, maybe, but he was young. Uh, He wasn't in a supervisor position that I could tell. I was like, maybe that's true, but not right now. You could wait. Um, like, I'm like, how old are you? He's like, 21. I'm like, okay, so, you know, it's Saturday night and you're here at the Air Force Ball and you're not having a good time. I'm like, why aren't you out, you know, somewhere else? Like, what do you do for fun? He's like, well, typically I read or I clean. And then he says, I know you probably think that's crazy. I'm like, no, everybody de-stresses, you know, in their own way. I'm like, but what else do you do? And he's like, I work. I'm like, okay, well, that's not a hobby. That's that's a job. He's like, well, I, I work a lot. Maybe I work a little too much. you know. And he goes on to tell me that he stays late on a regular basis almost every night. He's the last one out. And he's got a pretty interesting job. I'm not going to go into details on what he does, but he said he enjoys his job, so that's a plus. But he was and does stay longer than he probably should so it's one of those things where I was like well do I try to you know go a little bit deep with him or just chat so I was like you know what let's let me ask him at least one question so I asked him like let me ask you this if you were to take away your job what would you have right now and he looked at me with this dumbfounded look on his face, kind of confused. And then I said, think about it. If you did not have your job right now, if it just up and left, what do you have left? 
And he's like, man, this, yeah, I guess I got pretty boring life. I'm like, okay. I'm like, how do you fix that? He's like, I guess I'll find some hobbies. I'm like, yes, you could find some hobbies or you could just at least get out. Uh, get out and just be around other people. I'm like, I'm not telling you to make best friends with everybody you meet or get into some long committed relationship, but why spend life by yourself? There's nothing wrong with having some alone time every now and then, but anything I've ever done in my life that was fun or worth telling about, I did with friends. Um, and because of my long career, I have a ton of friends and there's no point in you know, sitting by yourself every night. Like I said, every now and then is good, but you got to get out and you got to meet people. And went on and, you know, talked a little bit about different ways you could do that, different mediums. Uh, and just off the top of my head, I gave him like five different ways to do it right then and there, you know. And he seemed like, he's like, yeah, maybe, maybe I can do that. I'm like, good. You know, I felt better about that. I'm like, but it still doesn't, tell me why you look so unhappy. I'm like, the only reason I approached you is because you literally look like something was bothering you. And I felt it was my, you know, responsibility to at least check in on a fellow airman. He's like, you know, I've got a, a history, you know, with these things. I got, I had a bad experience with, with these kind of things. And I didn't go into detail as to what he meant. I mean, I probably could have broken it down a little bit more, but I felt it was important important to just keep the conversation flowing and not seem like the nosy guy. Uh, so I'm like, okay, fair enough. But I was like, well, like happened in the past. He's like, well, yeah. I'm like, cool. So what does it have to do with today? He's like, what? <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, your past doesn't dictate your future. I mean, it may make you who you are as a person, um, it may make you stronger. Um, some people it makes a little bit weaker depending on what's happened to them in their life. But I'm like, you have a decision to make. You can dwell on the past or you can move on from it. And if you dwell on the past, you're going to be stuck in the past. You know, the, the old adage, and I can't remember the exact quote, but, you know, if you keep doing the same shit today, you're going to have the same shit tomorrow. Like nothing's going to change. Everything's going to be the same. So why stay there? Why not make a conscious decision to say, all right, this happened, but it doesn't define who I am. It, it doesn't, you know, define or dictate my future. It just means that I'm stronger for having been through it. And I know that I'm capable of surviving anything that you know, God puts in front of me. And if you're not religious, then whatever, you know, fate, whatever you want to use as your adage or reference. But, you know, for such a young individual to be affected like that much by whatever events happened in his past and for him to be sitting outside literally looking like he was just fed up with life in general, you know, to me that just, I think he was just too young. Like he's got plenty of time to do stupid stuff and really be depressed about it. Um, you know, and again, I didn't go into detail as to what happened to him, you know, could have been a very traumatic, you know, event, but even with that kind of stuff, it's, there's avenues and 
different ways you can get through it. And doing it alone is not the answer, um, especially in, you know, the military's type of line of work. Uh, <laughs> you can't you can't suffer alone and you shouldn't suffer alone. There's always somebody out there that's been through it before and will probably help you get through it now. You know, but again, depending on what it is, you definitely don't want to dwell on it. It's happened. You survived. And that's how you need to look at it. I survived whatever it was. I'm here. I'm here for a reason. What is that reason? Well, maybe that reason is to tell other people how to get through, you know, shitty life events. That could be a thing, right? So, I don't know. I just thought it was very interesting. And I will say, like, at the end of the conversation, he did look a little bit happier. Um, and who knows? Maybe I got through to him. Um, maybe I didn't. It seemed like I did. Or maybe he was just tired of talking to me and wanted me to go away. But I couldn't not talk to him. So, yeah. But I just want to share that. I thought it was interesting, you know, and I will put this out there. If you happen to be anywhere, wherever you are in the world, and you see an individual who just looks like they're at the end of the rope, don't be the passerby. Don't be the individual who just says, well, it's not my problem. I don't want to get involved. You know, one, it just creates drama in your own head later. Um, two, you know, there's nothing wrong with being, I don't know, looking out for folks at all. The mankind, I think, needs more of that humanity, right? I don't know this individual, but I'm genuinely concerned about him for whatever reason. All right. So, and, you know, who knows, one day when you're in a sticky spot, somebody do the same for you, you know. The universe has a way of repaying you for your, your good deeds. So hope you liked it. If you didn't, I apologize. Not really. I'm just going to keep posting the same stuff. Let me know what you want to hear about. Let me know if you have any questions. Uh, I'll be more than happy to throw one of these up, at least on a weekly basis. And if I can help at least one person, if I can reach at least one person, you know, I'll be successful. Thanks.